AOA Podcast, back for another episode. Frankie C in the house. What's happening? Did you call it the Anyway Podcast? AOA Podcast. Yeah. i just say it really fast now. I like Anyway Podcast. Let's change anyway. it. Um, Carol Baskin's ex-husband found alive. Here's what I love about this story. This happened over a year ago, and like nobody cared, which makes me care again. I kind of still don't. I don't even know who, who this guy is. Is he the crocodile guy? No, no, no. He's the the well, Tiger King. King guy. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Crocodiles, Trump, tigers. Trump returning to Twitter. It's all the same, right? I right. mean, it's a shock. How Shakira discovered she was being cheated on. This is fascinating. Uh, this is chilling. Jeremy were Renner. her hips lying to her? Ah, uh, <laughs> no. uh, they were honest. Okay, she was truthful. So were the hips. Good. Uh, Jeremy Renner's nine one one call. Chilling, really oh. chilling. Elon Musk had an auction and question of the day. What would you do? You walked outside, saw a plastic bag. You open it up. There's twenty five thousand dollars in that plastic bag. What would you do next? That's All question right. of the day. All do that and more to, on this episode, baby. We have to answer that, right? We do have to answer that. <laughs> Think about it. I mean, you don't have to answer whatever you don't want to, but I'm saying that's a nice, um, I'll answer. That's a little fun thing to think about. That is fun. All right. The pride of uh, the pandemic, the uh, Tiger King, which I, I thought we were the pride want. of the pandemic. That's true. It was a moment for us. Um, you never watched the Tiger King. I, I watched about 30 seconds of it. And then I went, nah, I don't feel like. I just I turned it off. I was like, I can't get into this. That's amazing. And by the way, it is so typical, Frank, to just swim against the current or whatever. Nothing to do with the current. Everybody was home. Everybody was streaming. That was the first thing we all ran to. And Frank was like, eh, not for me. See, you're you're the tuna and I'm the salmon because the tuna swim with the current. Salmon swim (laughs) against it. No, but I it had nothing to do with the current. I we watched it. We started watching it, and the first thing we saw was this is not a spoiler. This is literally the first couple of minutes of the of the first episode. Was there was like a I don't even know what kind of cat it was. Let's call it a, a panther. I don't know. And it was in like some back of a truck being mm. shipped somewhere, and it just we were like I'm, I, I feel we got the feeling that we were going to see a lot of like mistreated animals so we were like yeah i'm not in the mood for this i'm not gonna watch this so that just didn't didn't vibe with us weren't weren't in the mood for that hate seeing that so that was out yeah and see i on the other hand love animal cruelty i like to watch it for those who are not familiar with the show that that is anthony joking because <laughs> let's not you know if you're gonna send hate mail the last episode. Now I don't know if "Hey, would you blow me?" is um, was being facetious, but he left us a comment on the last episode because we were talking about poker at your house, and I had gotten mad that you invited a friend of a friend, and I was like saying how like oh yeah because I don't want other I don't want strangers around because I like to relax, you know, hang back, play some poker, use some racial be, slurs, do all to these- be technically accurate. I did not invite a friend of a friend. I invited the friend, and then he asked. If he could bring he could bring a friend, right? So whatever. I said, All right, fine. So I said that, and I think I may have cracked that joke twice or in two different kind of forms. And I think, hey, would you blow me? Was messing with me because he's like, why? You know, do do you really mean that? It sounded like you're. I'm like, 
With what a name a, like, hey, would you blow me? I take him seriously, no matter what he says. But I mean, but, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's been around for a while. I think he kind of gets that every, mostly 90% of the things that come out of this mouth, at least. I think, is, I, is a joke. well, it's one of those cried wolf situations because we're not going to know when you're, when you're serious, if you're always, you know, if you throw the jokes around yeah. as if they were serious. I just get so bored Ooh, with Hello from Holland. Sorry, go ahead. What happened? Hello from Holland or hello from Holland. Hello. Is that how they say hello in Holland? Hello. I don't know. So this person says it. Hello to you too. What is Holland known for besides making tunnels? <laughs> Windmills? Tulips. <laughs> Windmills and tulips. And clogs, I want to say. I don't know why I think every European country that's not Italy, um, Spain and France is just known for chocolate. I don't know why I just feel that way. Like every one of them just kind of makes good chocolate. That's, that's not that far. You got Swiss, Switzerland, like I said, that's good chocolate. Germany, there's German. Belgian chocolate, Belgium Belgian, chocolate. Yeah. Right? Some good chocolate places. I I feel like Italy is is a big chocolate place, no? Yeah, maybe. Dag. Dag means hello? I guess so. Cool. Well, dag to you. What up, Dag? That's pretty cool. Oh, what were we saying? Dag, dog. Um, you're the man that? now, Dag. Uh, I don't know what that is. What movie? Uh, so, what is this guy? He was the Tiger King. He he's the Tiger King. He's the one with the mullet. No, uh, no, no. So what what came what came from the whole Tiger King thing was um, Tiger King guy. I forget his name, but he hated. What was Tiger King? Tiger King's name fuck was his name you forget right nobody remembers anymore joe something joe dag i think his name is anyway right. he hated carol baskin and there was this whole thing and then but carol baskin was like the crusader of like joe exotic thank you carol baskin oh, was okay. like oh i'm saving all the tigers and joe exotic's killing all the tigers and joe exotic was like paying people to kill carol baskin and then Joe Exotic was like, you think I'm bad killing tigers? What about Carol Baskin? She killed her ex-husband. Wait, and he was killing tigers? at the? Is that what was going on? Well, they think he was. Yeah. I mean, there was a Why? lot of speculation because like they're really cute and adorable when they're baby tigers. And there's like a lot of money to be made for like the, the people want to take pictures with baby tigers when they're like harmless and, you know, cute and everything like that. So they make a lot of money on the baby tigers. And then when they get older, you can't put people in a cage with them to take pictures. And then all they do is eat. So it's like he, he's been he was accused him and a bunch of other people. They were accused of just like killing the tigers because they're on these huge farms, Frank. So nobody I knows. thought this was like a, a reality show like this guy volunteered for. And he was like, do a show about me. This was like a documentary investigating him. It was a documentary. Yes, it was a documentary. And then they uncovered all this thing, but they covered they They followed them for like five years. It was like a yes, real I big. I don't want to see baby tigers and then they get killed. Yeah, I'm you would have hated that. It. We all hated it, but we had nothing else to do. You remember, the, the world gist? was falling apart. We were just I remember like, I was there. We were panicking. We we're like, all right, this is kind of interesting. We'll watch this train wreck. I couldn't do it. No, anyway, so one of the things that came out of that was everybody's like, well, you think we're bad, but Carol Baskin killed her ex-husband. And so then like it became the story of like what happened to Carol Baskin's ex-husband. That became like a whole 
portion of the documentary where he flew down to Costa Rica, apparently, and kind of disappeared and nobody knew if she they, people, there were theories and it was suggested that she killed him, fed him to the tigers that she had on her farm. Interesting theory. How many freaking tiger farms? What's going on down there? There's a lot. There was like five or six and they were like building more. It was and like that's a legal. Uh, yeah, it's legal to have tiger farms in Florida. I think in some states, I don't know, like, I don't know about probably not New York. You can't on, really man. do anything here. Get shit together. What are we doing? Tiger farms. That's what they're doing. Uh, By the way, I there was at least two or three of our friends who had pictures with baby tigers. Like that was a thing over the last 10 years. I mean, I get zoos. At least there's people taking care of them and there's maybe studying going on. Safe environments like, you know, but like a. Well, but that's the thing. You can't. It's hard to tell because people would just go, I'm going to open up a zoo. And it's not Still, like you have to have like you have to be like, a. I feel like this should be so much training and so license. many licenses and so yeah. many, you know, a rigorous thing to open up, a, especially a zoo. But even with that, I mean, how easy is it to just have a license, have everything on the up and up? And then when's the inspector going to come back again? Six months, six months, a year, two years, then you well, can do. Be, you know, it should be random, like a, like a food inspector. They come whenever they, they show up, whenever they show up. Mm. Uh, Mikey commenting, I'd give the 25000 to Frankie C. We're looking for good answers. It's, it's my, new favorite, uh, my new yeah. favorite listener right there. I don't care for that answer. It's, it's nice. It's a good one. Um, so anyway, then this guy, this guy disappears. This is all the speculation. Maybe she fed him to the tigers. Maybe this, maybe that. They do Tiger King 2, which I did not partake in. And I don't think anybody really did. And then... This time it's personal? I mean, what the hell was it? More Kingerer. Right. Um, and then, so that was that. And then it she, after right after Tiger King 2, Collective she discovers Google. that, oh, her ex-husband's alive. So, all right. So this just happened. He's He's been found alive. Who found him? Authorities? I mean, was he on the run from from authorities and they and they picked him up somewhere? So Carol Baskin said that the Department of Homeland Security had told her that they had been in touch with her former spouse. He hates this woman so much that after all this huge speculation, he still wasn't talking to her. He was like, I'll just go through the Department of Homeland Security. Just let her know I'm fucking I'm alive still. So why did he disappear? He just, I don't even, Jay, do you remember why Carol Baskin's husband left? I mean, I, if you watch her for two um, minutes, you kind of get the gist, but. I'm a savage. Classy, <laughs> bougie, ratchet. <laughs> That's what I think. Every time I her hear song? her name, I think of that song on, on it was a TikTok one. Yeah. Um, so why did the husband leave? Or Well, I mean, look at her. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, have you been in her presence for more than five minutes? They didn't really say exactly why she, he left, but it wasn't that he left. Uh, well, they, they thought, thought he was dead. Him, yeah, they yeah. thought she fed him to tigers. Yeah, because Literally. wasn't he like cheating with his, his secretary or something like that? Ooh. Then, later, I want to yeah. discover. I don't know. Mm, I'm not sure. Anyway. Yeah. The, and Rob, I'm not a big fan of zoos either. I just mean for like studying and keeping them safe sanctuaries is what i mean go ahead 
what what I find fascinating though is that they literally discovered this guy was alive in the at the end of 2021 and nobody gave a shit and now all of a sudden it's going viral that he was found alive but if he was found alive a while ago though what what's the big deal now nobody cared like it was it was like oh we found the ex-husband and it was like oh okay and now here yeah. we are a year later and it's like did you know that Carol Carol Baskin's ex-husband was alive and then all of a sudden that's going viral I think we didn't want to we probably didn't want to acknowledge it back then because the jokes were still pretty good. Mm. I don't know. You know like the t- feeding the cat, you know, we thought oh, we had to go to the tiger, you know, the whole thing. I just don't know if we ever lost interest in something more as a country than the Tiger King people. I mean, I mean not me. What fell harder post pandemic Tiger King or making bread from home? I'm not sure. Cause Ooh. I bet you oh, there's bread, bread. Definitely. There's gotta be at least one to 200 million bread makers sitting in garages at this very moment unused that you know what you do you look on craigslist and it's got to be a big surge of them or or uh, yeah. ebay and they're probably flooded now with with bread even the bread makers whatever they're that whatever bread they're maker market right now is is fucking ridiculous it's ridiculous did you make your own bread we sure did it was delightful too and that's the heartbreaking thing who cares about tiger king that homemade bread, there was nothing like it, man. There was, was nothing it that, like was it. Was it worth it? Yes. All right. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I still wish we made bread from home. I'm telling you this right now. I wish we made eggs bread? from home. That's what I'm really wishing. <laughs> right. Then you, you would have been rich. From... What? Yeah, you haven't heard the eggs thing? It's like eggs are like eight bucks in the store now. Oh, like oh, yeah. that uh... Quadrupled in price. Thanks, Ooh. Joe Biden. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. Thanks, Joe Biden. Here's the other thing, too. Like, we talked about this on the podcast the other day that they were saying, like, oh, we might um, ban gas stoves because they're bad for you. Have you heard another peep about that? No. No, because only from, I mean, I don't want to get into it. But only, well, hey, from, only from, you know, rep, uh, people Republican. on Republicans on Twitter. I they're they're, oh, they're, ta- they're coming for my stoves and from my cold, dead hands. Like, they're treating it like it's the Second Amendment. You can't take my stove. It's like, it, grow the fuck up if it's bad for you and you gotta you gotta return it it's like a recall if if your car is fucked up and there's a recall you gotta return it what do you want to do what are you gonna oh you'll take my car for my cold yeah well if if you once the thing kills you then we could take it from you and that's that's the thing i mean if your Frank, stove frank's rant is brought to you by ge frank's been bought by big gas stove i haven't had a gas stove in a long time we don't have Guess, uh, you know, in this house at all, except for the obvious. You are um, such a lib. There's no, we moved into this house and that's what it had. We didn't change anything. Go ahead, Greta, guess Sto- Stoberg. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> I knew he was gonna, I just had a feeling. Jeez. <laughs> Go ahead, you and your electric stove. Tell us how great it's a it good is. stove. It's you can't do that. I mean, the only drawback is when you pick it up off of the, the, the coils or whatever. It's like it's a flat thing you know it's not like gonna cook it a little light you know like when you if you use a gas stove you have the flame and you could pick it up and and do whatever you're gonna do with the pan this you have to kind of leave it down on the on the, on the stove it's I'll not just a, say it's, it. cooking with a gas stove is a hundred times better than an electric one it sucks it's really not that bad i i cook with it yes, all the time it it's not bad at all we, we enjoy it you have an We've electric been, one no 
Wait, I was not paying attention. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, <Obviously. laughs> I literally was just talking about how I have only okay, electric in the okay, house. Okay, let's be honest. You hardly cook. You hardly cook, so you no, don't really know. We, Aaron, we both cook. We have. How we, often do you cook, Frank? Do you personally cook? Twice a week. Like you cook and, twice a week. Like what yeah, do you cook? Roughly. Does that seem Here like a lie? That's a hundred percent lie. That's once or twice a week, I'd say. If you said once a month, I would have thought that was too much. Yeah. Cook, yeah what do I, you What do you cook? He doesn't Breakfast cook with paprika. We know that. Right. Steaks, uh, burgers, pasta. Wait, uh, are you chicken. making the steaks and the burgers outside on a grill? No. Okay. To be honest, I have a grill. I haven't used the grill in two years. What? Can, we, can we just address something here? I feel like Janine was about to discount cooking steaks and burgers as if that was not cooking. That really isn't, though. See, I knew it. I knew cooking? it. She was going to call that like man cooking or some shit. Yeah, it's... It's not it's heat and meat. There's no, there's no skill. There's skill to it. You gotta, you gotta know what you're doing. That's what I call my Friday nights. But um, <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. It's, it's cooking, but it's no thought. You literally just put the meat on the grill because if you cook it in the house, then it's another story. If I that's can't all, you like to cook steak. In the house, in the yeah, the pan. Oh, I cooked oh steak stove top and then finished in the oven is actually the real way you should. That's how you put. Really depends on what uh, kind of steak yeah. you have. If it's thick, yeah, you got to start it on the top on the, in the pan and then finish it in the oven. If it's a thin steak, all in the pan on the top. Mm. And there's a lot of thought that goes. You think it's just you take the meat and put it on the thing. It's the right seasoning, the right temperature, how long you cook it, the sides, all this stuff. It's not just. Ah, throw the meat on the on the grill. Such a man answer. A man sir. Yeah. Um. Now he's mansplaining me. See, he just mansplained me. He just you asked. Did. You you challenged it. You brought it up. You <laughs> said, like, "Oh, I'll show it's, you. It's, I'm going to show you that." Am I not supposed uh, to defend steak cooking? I don't. I don't know what to say about that. I just don't really think it's actually. Like you're cooking a a meal. I think it's it's, it's not a recipe with seventeen steps yes. and prep and all that. I agree. So yes. Is, so it's still cooking. It's still cooking. You're yes, still cooking eggs. Yes, to men. And yes, it does have men. a lot of ingredients. The steaks I make sometimes I I get the the garlic in there with the uh, oh, the, bu- oh, the butter, the thyme, like different seasonings, all this all the stuff in there. Did you say thyme? Thyme. You gotta put some thyme in there. A little. I can't picture. I don't think Frank cooks. I think I don't think so either. And that's okay because I'd say nobody in our group does except, well, except two guys. Um, Ray the cop and my brother-in-law. Those are the only two people who ever cook. And your co-host. I cook. I mean, I I do not cook as often as I What do you cook? And if you say you put a steak on the fucking grill, I'm going to come through this screen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this card no. steak plank plank steak steak is um, cooking i don't understand you could screw up a steak pretty easily no i'll tell you what I, I i say this all the time i showed cuddles how to cook a steak on top of the stove and then she's lightning years surpassed me on, on doing it like i will still fuck up a steak she never fucks up a steak yeah um 
I'll do. I like making pasta with the uh, like shrimp stuff like that. Um, I will make breakfast. I actually do enjoy making breakfast, eggs and pancakes and waffles and all that kind of stuff. I like doing that stuff. I don't get to do that that often though. That's the thing. I don't really get to cook as often as I like. First of all, I absolutely hate cooking breakfast. Really? When, yeah, because I think it makes the house smell absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, I don't smell like of breakfast is great. Well, if you make bacon, bacon, you get that smell in your house. It just it gets in your hair and your clothes, the grease. I actually yeah. make bacon in the oven now. I don't even cook it on top, but I hardly ever. We're not egg people. So. I you must even... be flourishing right now. What do you spend yeah, all know, your right? extra money on? Yeah. <laughs> Coke and strippers. Nice. Um, Left turn there. I don't, I don't know. I don't like to cook breakfast. Uh, like I said, I'm not. Thank a you, Paige. Person. Thank you. Did we all forget the world famous seafood? Oh, boil? the okay. seafood boil. That was amazing. Come on. When? What when? In the summer, I did the seafood boil. Remember, I showed pictures. Do you have the picture of the, the whole spread on the on the table in the, in the yard? Yeah. I was, the maybe, it was it? maybe it was a penis only invent. Another thing that I didn't get invited no, to. No, you definitely commented on it. No, it, it, was in my, it was in my family in Jersey. I, I brought back pictures. No, That's I know. Right. Yeah, we didn't eat that. We weren't. It wasn't a friend's thing. It was uh, his family cooked it in Jersey. Do you have the pictures? Can you flash it up on the screen? Or is it like a, a bitch? Right. I'm not. You know what? I don't have to prove myself to Jay Sapps. No, I know. I know. <laughs> How often do you cook? Every night, except Fridays and Saturdays. All right, then. And what happens Fridays, on Fridays though? and Saturdays? Pizza? Um, I say sometimes Fridays, though. I say um, I'm not figuring out what I'm going to cook. So we're ordering something or we're going out. That's it. Yeah, I agree. That's the weekend's all about. Yeah. Can I ask you, and this is a question really for the audience, is pizza on a Friday night a New York thing? An Italian thing or an everywhere thing? Oh, I wonder. I think it's a like I thought it was not just pizza. I thought it was like takeout was a Friday night thing. I think takeout's a Friday night thing, but I feel like pizza is the most Friday night thing. Probably, I'm sure pizza places get a big surge on Friday nights. It's last night of the yeah. week. Nobody wants to cook. Getting into the weekend, that makes sense. Like, as if I say we're going to do tacos, what night you think we're going to do that on? Tuesday. Definitely Thursday. Oh, wait. Everybody's saying Tuesday. Thank you. Um, Wait, Laura's asking, Frank or Anthony, do either of you make sauce? I'm not sure why she didn't ask me. Probably because she knows I do make my own sauce, too. But I doubt either. Well, Anthony, I feel like, might have made sauce before, but Frank hasn't. I would agree with that. I know Frank doesn't seem like a sauce guy. And that's okay. Depends oh, on the sauce. You agree with that because you never have. Depends right? on the sauce. If it's like a, like a garlic sauce or a but you know like a butter sauce, something like that, I'll make it. But if, if no, see this I is can't why we know bothered. he doesn't do it. A red yeah. sauce I can't be bothered. Yeah, I yeah. can't be bothered making red sauce. That's just a huge really yeah. Thing. See, you're not a real. That's not. I don't know what to tell you. You make a fish. What's your, do you like cook fish? Um, shrimp, but I haven't I haven't cooked fish in a while. I would love to just live Frank's life. Like I would, it would be fantasy camp to just. Am I the Kramer of the group? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Would you be okay if I moved into your house for four days and just lived with you and your wife? 
I would not be okay with that. But and just I, observed you guys. You want to just observe us? That doesn't seem weird at all. <laughs> I see no problem with that. I just want to observe you. I want to see what because I don't think you really cook. I don't. I don't know. I don't think your wife loves you as much as she puts on. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> That's true though. Oh, shit. That's not true. She um, loves the shit out of me. And I think you have a gas stove, if I'm gonna be totally honest. <laughs> I, I can't I can't take my stove. I can't. And even my mom too. Wait, when what she does that cut, mean? I because I, I can't I need a gas stove. Wait, you have a gas stove? No, I I have a she has the induction. Yeah. Oh, you have the in, okay. Was no, it I in have the in, inductions downstairs and I oh, have right. um that's Regular one upstairs, regular electric one, but it's like. <sighs> so you've been working with that for years. What's the, you know, it's does the job. No, you've been cooking with that every night so for years. You com- you're comparing it like having sex with my husband does the job, but do I love it now? <laughs> I'm definitely not comparing anything to having <laughs> yep, sex with your you husband. Just, you definitely did. You definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> like, yeah, it does the job. Okay. I mean, and... what job are we talking about here? Right. But no, uh, so you've been. You, how could you? You work with this thing for for years now. How many, how long have you, how long you've been living in that house? Ten years. Ten years. Same stove. Yep. This thing's been. You've been. You know, it's been treating you good for ten years, five days, five nights a week, and all of a sudden it's a piece of crap. Come on. Not all of how, a sudden. I always complain that I hate um, electric. That stove. poor stove. Think how the stove feels. Yeah. Right. I think it cooks for you every night. I'll tell you, like when we first moved into our house before we redid the kitchen, I hated it so much. Yep. I don't like it. Like that was a tough, I we, it wasn't even that long, but it was like a month or two before we got to do the kitchen, maybe three months. And I was just miserable walking into the kitchen every single day. I fucking hated it. <laughs> That's oh, how I, I walk it. into my bedroom every night. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> This friggin' guy again. Ugh. What uh, what was so bad about your kitchen? I'm sorry, Anthony. he's reading his text. Oh, he's, he's oh my. He's ca- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> posting something for somebody. Um, what was so bad? I don't know. I just hated it. The tile on the floor, the countertop, the stove. I felt like I was living in somebody else's house. You know, because mm-hmm. when you buy a house, everything is yours essentially, except for. You know, like you could buy a new toilet seat. You could change. You cha- you put the new shower stuff in. You you do all those things, but the refrigerator, the stove, and the sink do not change. Ugh. You know, you know what I'm saying. That's Every other true. part of the house is you can change. You rip up the car- we ripped up the carpets. Like we did all that stuff like immediately, and except for the kitchen, that's like that's like a to do. You know, so we had to yeah. like wait a couple months to do that. Yeah. The major appliances. Take a while to change if, if you change them. And it just feels like you're just oh. eating out of somebody else's cereal bowl. It's just disgusting. I hated it. I fucking hated it. Anyway, Christine had a comment a little while ago. I don't want to skip it. There was an interview on CNN where the reporter started to ask about gas stoves, and she stomps herself and says, I'm getting in trouble. And the guy she interviewed admitted it was due to global warming. Mm-hmm. I, You know what I was thinking about today, though? Think about it. Think about the panic. There is a gas stove in, well, first of all, there's a stove in everybody's house. 
it's maybe electric or induction or whatever, but probably what would you guess off the top of your head? 85% of stoves are gas stoves, 80%. Hmm. I know. So, sure. Let's go with that. Probably less. I don't know. You, could you imagine if you had 75% of the country suddenly needed to get a new fucking stove? Oh, that would not well, be good. That would be all, panic. Remember, remember when the entire freaking country had to get new TVs? Nobody had a problem then. We didn't have to get new TVs. Yeah, when it switched to HD a hundred years ago, everybody oh. had to, they had everybody had to throw out their TV and get a brand new TV, or else nothing yeah. was going to work. All right, that's a great example, but we we knew that was coming. Okay, what does that mean? We know this is coming. No, because no, but this was just one report, so we don't know how you know real. For all right, real so all let's flash forward two years and say uh, we started the conversation two years ago about the gas stoves, and now uh, by the end of the year they're going to be outlawed. So remember. Uh, by the end of the year, you got to change all your stoves. Let's, you know. That would be better. But it, I'm saying what we're facing now is uh, gas stoves are killing people, everybody. We're going to have to get new stoves. Everybody's going to be like, fuck, you know, what? stoves are going to be going for like 20 grand, you know? So it's a lot less than, let's see. You got numbers on there, this? I'd love it. In 2020, this is, the, I guess, the most up-to-date uh, survey. Uh, nearly two in every five U.S. homes have gas stovetops and ovens. So that's not that's it says thirty eight percent. So it's not eighty. Yeah, that's lower than I thought it was. Forty yeah, percent. It's less than half. Still, forty percent of the country's got gas stoves. That's. I don't understand the big deal. Million. So we change shit all the time. You have to get rid of stuff all the time. This stuff is recalled. You got to return it. Okay. But all of a sudden, the gas stove, it's, this might be giving your kid asthma. It might be ruining the planet. Uh, it's fucking with your health. I'm keeping it. How dare you take my stove? It's like, get over yourself. That's just an, it's a useless fight That's that everybody's like, oh, I have to fight about something now. They're coming for our stoves. It's like, shut up. Grow why is up it? Why? Move on. I don't even, under, I didn't read the report, first of all. I, why is it um, contributing to global warming? I don't understand that. Well, you're burning gas. Just gas in general. I, okay. You know, I, I, I don't know the exact science of it. I didn't, you know, but that's that's what the that's what everybody's saying. Uh, but <laughs> Paul, solar ovens are great, aka magnifying glass. That's actually pretty good. I wonder how long it would take to to cook a steak with a magnifying glass. Probably a little while. Yeah, good long time. How do we cook anything if it's cloudy out? If we have a solar oven, though. Oh. Oh no! Mm. Everything stops when there's clouds. According mm. to Trump, um, let's see. Goes out, uh, in, Frank. In rural areas, electric goes out regularly. You are out of touch with six percent of the countries in real life. So, yeah. So your least problem. The, the, I'm sorry, but the stove. If your electric is going out, you got to worry about your heat. You got to worry about your everything else. The stove is like one of the lower and like that's true actually i didn't think of that if you have a blackout you're fucked you can't cook anything yeah. right whereas you can if you have a gas stove right we did after sandy that's what i remember by my mom's is that right yeah because there was no power for anything but she was able to cook on her gas stove we got to figure that out they got to right. fix I don't that think and I don't think it's 60% of the country has regular blackouts because whenever they talk about blackouts, it's like, oh, Texas had a blackout. It's like, well, get your shit together, Texas. And nobody else is like, oh, you know, we're all going through these blackouts. It's like, no, we have mm. power grids. Everybody's up and running for the most can part. We, can we just switch it to African-American outs? Because I think that's a little bit more racially mm. sensitive. 
I don't want to have the negative undertones on at all. I can't anymore. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> well, I don't even know what you said. I, I, I was I was responding to my own thing. No. I'm sorry, I didn't even there hear is, you. I know there is, for a fact, this town on Long Island that always goes out, and I'm sure there are others that do too. But this yeah. specific one, I know, always has power outages. Always. Yeah, all right. Let's. Fine. I'll I'll go. I don't know the numbers, so I'll say yeah. A lot of places have power outages. I'll concede. That you know what I think is crazy, but well, and and this is a Long Island thing. I don't, I wonder if this is a thing everywhere else. But a lot of houses on Long Island still have oil delivered to their house to heat their house. Me, like you do to you have all your you too. Yep. Oh my god! I think that's fucking crazy. Well, Why? if I could get um, ten people. To spend, I think it's ten thousand dollars each. Then we can drill a line, or whatever it's called, and it's because it's about eighty to ninety thousand dollars to do that. I know, and that's the thing. Like that's an infrastructure job that the government needs to yeah, handle. Yeah. I'm handle surprised you don't have oil where you live. I live in the I live in this century. That's why when I and I'm surprised moved... Frank has oil. Why? Because you're ha- you're in uh, NASA, so it's the houses are closer together. I just feel like I don't know why. Well, look at you got to look at like um, if you look at places like Manhattan that you can't have an apartment building with a like gas stoves running. all It's all electric. Uh, oh, I don't know part. about that. A lot of a lot of pla- a lot of buildings, maybe not all of them, but a lot of buildings. You have to have electric. Yeah, you live in Manhattan, though. You're fucking eating out most of the Manhattan yeah. kitchens are this big anyway. Nobody yeah. gives a shit if there's a shitty small this, stove in there. This power outages. I sympathize, but it's better than. All right, you know what? We have a power outage, so I can't cook tonight. But you look at this Ooh, gas I like stove I got, and my kid's got asthma. So, you know, you take the good with the bad. It's like, no, you could stop your kid from having asthma or you deal with the power. It just doesn't make sense. If there's a problem with with a product, we've sent them back or we update Wait, it. Or we are upgrade. you all in on this? Like, are you because I from what I heard, it was one report that hasn't really been like I'm saying if the reports, if the reports are right, everybody not it's not one report everybody there's it's all over the place but if that's what it is if people are saying that gas stoves are causing problems then i'm i'm on board with with upgrading and and changing stuff out so we don't have problems what i don't understand that's if it's a problem if it's not a problem then i don't give a shit then let everybody have gas stoves i mean when you look at the amount of people that have oil on long island like i the first apartment i moved to on long island was in a house with oil and i just i woke up one morning i was frozen to my bed (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I called the landlord. I go, the fuck is going on? They're like, oh, we ran out of oil. Like we're waiting for a delivery. I'm like, this is no way to live. I'm like, all right, I'll take a hot shower. Idiot. Nope. <laughs> Fucking freezing cold shower to free. I'm like, how do people live like this? Like, how- and the the price of oil is going up all the time. You're always paying a different fucking pr- crazy price. It seems nuts to me that a lot of people live that way. I can't believe that both of you have oil. I wish I could change it. I know a lot. Everybody you, who has Frank? oil says the same thing. Could you? I I would I would change it. I don't, it's expensive. What it's what to? It's about, it's about six to eight thousand. Changing it to what gas? What what yep. is the the alternative or electric? Connell's wants to know what your heat is set to. Well, Janine's is set to forty four. She's yeah, always no, fucking. Like... She's always hot. I would love to change everything to electric and put solar panels on the roof. What what is your heat set to, Frank? Uh, sixty seven. Good number, Janine. 
Um, so it's 67 during the day and 65 at night. So that means if it goes, you think 60, 65 is not cold though at all. I'm cranking at 79 degrees at all times. I, I know be, you probably are. I need to be careful. for. Um, I cannot sleep with heat on at all. So the heat does not come on. Usually Wait, the you have no heat on at night. We do that too. The heat is very low at night. I don't know what that is. It doesn't turn on mine because it it go if it goes below sixty seven, then it turns on. I mean sixty five, but then it turns on, but it doesn't. So when it's really cold out, it might, and then it'll go on to sixty eight. But that's it. That's the highest I'll it'll ever go on. Yeah, Janine. When I'm over Janine's house, I I stand in front of the freezer and open it up when I want to warm up. That's what I do. Because I, I can't stand <laughs> heat. <laughs> Plus, like you said, it's so expensive. Not even that. I just I'm I'm too. I'm always you know me. I can't sit still. I'm always hot. I'm always running. I'm always doing something. And everybody's fine with it in the house. She doesn't give a shit. I don't even I, think she's asked. Um, but you just said you keep yours the same. Yeah, I do. And and my and my I and Frank what, too. Sixty-seven. Yeah. Now, sometimes oh, we bump it up a little if it's if it's a particularly cold night. It might be sixty-seven at night now, but it uh, the kids uh, if the heat goes on, they'll start to cough right away. And they had the, the same thing as me. They had the heat coughs. They had the heat coughs. The heat goes on. Sorry, I'm just doing what you do. Um, <laughs> speaking of heat. I like to heat up a little oh. jumpstart coffee on my Ooh. gas stove like a real American. And just to clarify, yes. my whole problem with the gas stove thing is if there's that a the problem. the Republicans said it. No. Oh, they said what? Said what? That, that we should not do that. No. If there's a health issue or whatever the problem, if there's a environment issue and a health issue, then yeah, I'm for changing it over. But if there's no problem, then leave them alone. I don't care. Every, let everybody have gas stoves. If there's, if there's no problem, then I'm fine with it. My problem is if, there's, if it's causing health problems, then why wouldn't we want to upgrade to something better? That's mm -hmm. my point. Okay. So Jumpstart, it's great. Jumpstart Coffee Company. Save 15% <laughs> when you purchase a bag right now with the link in the description. Use that promo code AOA15 to get that 15% off. And uh, feel pride in yourself that you're supporting the Navy SEAL Foundation because 50% of their profits go over to those fine folks that keep our freedoms, keep us in wonderful homes with oil and gas stoves. We love the Navy SEALs and everything they do. We love Jumpstart Coffee Company. Order your bag right now. You can do the subscribe and save and get a new bag or two or 70 delivered to your Ooh. house every single month. Uh, they'll just drop it right off. They have Ooh. so many wonderful flavors and varieties, the dark roast. The medium, the espresso blends, they have uh, decaf, uh, so many varieties. Click the link in the description. Check them all out. Order Jumpstart Coffee Company right now and support our troops. Thank you so much for doing so. You're also supporting the podcast. Um, speaking of what Frank was just saying, though, like, have you seen like this new thing of people are just buying and building master cities? What's no. like? There's this thing. It's called the wall, I think, maybe, or the line. I've seen that. That's in the Middle East somewhere. I think in the Middle East somewhere. Then I just saw something the other day where 
some billionaire just bought a shit ton of land and he's just building the perfect futuristic city. And I, like, yeah. I'm fucking so excited about it. Like, I could not be more excited about living in a futuristic city. I would love to go. It's about damn, why aren't we at Jetsons? It's about already? damn time. It's about damn minute, time. I'm a giver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a live in a future city. Um, <laughs> Out in the middle of No electric East. stove. <laughs> so yeah I, in the middle east it's the way they had it out the, the planned out it's all uh three that one i don't care for yeah like but, and it's it's like a straight line yeah instead of taking up square miles of land like all over the place it's one long it's like taking a a, a, a mile long skyscraper laying it on its side and everybody lives in that mile long thing and on the sides, it's all solar panels and everything inside is is trees and greenage and everything. And you're all living in one big community like that. Which the line. The line. Yeah. Look at Yeah, it's all over. If you look up on YouTube, it's everywhere. That one I don't care for. This one, although I, I need my futuristic city to be built out from round. Like I mm -hmm. needed to, to go out and. Yeah, I want to see the sky. I want to be able to look around and yeah. not feel. It looks a little claustrophobic, to be honest, that line yeah. thing. Because it's like, if you have to go to this side of the line, like the short side, great. But if you have to go, you know, to the other grocery store, it's like 70 miles that way. I'm sure there's some kind of like, there's some probably some kind of really fast rail system. I'm sure. That's Gotta have said. something. Yeah. And his name is? No. <laughs> but I think about that too. Like, it's nice to have everything like close by. Like Manhattan's like this too. Like this is what people don't get about Manhattan because they're like, oh, I the bagel store on 78th is the best. It's like, no, people who live in Manhattan walk around in a six block radius like they just they never leave their little neighborhood because they're dry cleaners on this block. Their favorite burger joints on that block. You know, their pizza places right here. Like everything is like within three blocks of their fucking department. I wonder this. There's, there's got to be studies on the average person's travel you know hmm. scope of, of their travel like how far do they on average do they go outside of their house you know how far not away? far but i wonder if you you start to get claustrophobic because like I, when i remember when i first moved out to the hamptons i'd spend the whole week just going to work and just hanging out whatever and then i would drive back to the city like where all you guys were back then and i remember passing a certain point on the highway and just like feeling like Oh my god! I get like I'm traveling, like I'm moving again. You kind of get like this like claustrophobic feeling of like I don't do anything. Oh, like in the Hamptons? Yeah, because it, it wasn't it wasn't about the Hamptons. It was just like all right, I go to work, I go to the oh, because you only and, go to the same couple of places. Yeah, all the same time. places all the time. And then like you leave to go back, you know, and then you're like when you're in the city, you're like all right, we'll go to the city. We're going to Queens. We're going to Brooklyn for this, or we're doing this or that. It was like you were moving around. You were doing a lot more stuff felt a little like claustrophobic -y. So, uh, so what, oh God. you know go ahead wait wait, wait 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 okay go ahead i don't like you um so what are these futuristic things you're talking about you said there's some kind of cities yeah this billionaire building? this billionaire is building a city not kanye everybody take it easy relax not that kind of a city um i'm saying she a gold digger and and he's doing the he's doing like a similar thing where it's like going to be like completely green. It's in the it's desert. It's not Kanye, is it? It's not Kanye. All right, good. 
No, it's not Kanye. Billionaire Mark Lore is fleshing out his plan to build a utopian city called Tolosa for 5 million people in the American desert. Tolosa. Tolosa, yeah. So like Tulsa and Oklahoma. I don't know. Where Where is this going to be? I don't know. It's going to be in the desert. Only fit in 5 million people. Seems like uh, there's about... That's a lot. Axi- Axios estimates there's about a dozen projects worldwide to create sustainable, hyper-modern cities from scratch. Uh, Tolosa is set to be built on 150,000 acres in either Nevada, Utah, or Arizona. And 50,000 diverse people will call it home by 2030, according to a new... A serial entrepreneur who sold Jet.com to Walmart for $3.3 billion. Why are all these weirdo projects happening in the desert? Cheap. Yeah, that's true. I feel like, yeah, but like, wouldn't it be harder to get all your resources out there, like water and power and everything? He says, we're not just building a new city. It's a new model for society. That's the thing, though, because like you ever go like my parents live in this place in Florida and the whole thing was like master planned and you go there and you're like, holy shit, like this is really great. Like it has like Main Street with like all the stores and restaurants and stuff. And so like it's kind of maybe a little hard to find parking. But then you go behind Main Street and there's just public parking lots. And it's like you could park anywhere. And it's See, so nice. because Like when you're on Long Island, it's like you you can't fucking like we have a town in, in Long Island called Huntington. They the town brought in valet parkers because so many people would descend on this town there was literally nowhere to park. And so they like invented parking spots and like just clog up streets with cars and they just got valet parkers in there because they, the town couldn't sustain itself. There's nowhere to park. They do have a few lots, but it's not as there's not enough. There's not enough spots. And like, I would go like, there's a concert venue in there that sits like 1500 people. And like, you go there and you're like, where the fuck are these? Everybody parking. Like, where's everybody parking? Yeah, I know. There's no carts. There's not even spots for the restaurant, let alone a 1,500-seat venue. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to uh, say, it's about time we're, we're, we're futurizing our, our cities because all these movies and TV shows of, of us living in the future. Like Futurama? Like Futurama, but that's a 1,000 years from now. But uh, it's all, you know, we're all looking forward to, like, flying cars and and a... a a car you could fold up into your suitcase or jetpacks and all this shit. Ooh, Moving sidewalks jetpack. and all right, listen to this. Um yeah. in this got? city they're gonna have thirty-six districts. Each will be fifteen minute cities where everything a resident needs is a short walk away. Vehicles will be electric and autonomous, roads won't have curbs or on street parking. Every building will be green with rooftop panels producing renewable energy. The design calls for fresh water to be stored, cleaned, and reused on site. Um, the hope is that the development will increase the land's value, and then the foundation that he's starting to do it all will be able to create a market for it, investing the proceeds in an endowment-style vehicle that would fund education, job training, healthcare, housing, and more. Right. Um, it sounds good, you know. But then there are realistic problems like. Garbage. Where's that? Mm. You know, where's that going to go? And you get shirts. Yeah. But supposedly, hey, if we can pull this off. Why the hell not? 
Supposedly he's not the only one. So they have the line. Um, they have Bill Gates showed interest in building a smart city called Belmont in the Arizona desert. Elon Musk, is exp- know, right? Elon Musk has expressed interest in building like a smart city. Like I like you think about like New York and everything. Like whatever one of these smart cities really starts to fucking take off, and everybody's like, "The fuck are we living here for?" I mean, that's kind right. of what happened during the pandemic, you know. The only problem is going to be, come on out to the desert. It's like, mm. I mean, unless it, lo- they have really have to sell it though. Like, yeah, we might be in the desert, but look at how beautiful it is. We've built a, an oasis in the desert, trees and water and all this stuff. Like Vegas, only nicer. I'm telling you, man. I there was a I when I when I almost I didn't almost go when I was. Uh, talking to what's that asshole on Fox, Laura Ingram. I was talking to Laura Ingram about a job once, and we were looking in um, the Alexandria area in Virginia. I kind of became obsessed with this one area where it was like they had they. It was kind of like that where they built just this like houses and apartments and this and that, and then there was like. The grocery store, the movie theater, the restaurant, like it was all just in this master plan little thing. And I was like, this is fucking great. Like you, it's like a cruise ship, but on land, it's like a cruise ship on land. And I I remember like, we could just live here and, you know, it was a little farther (laughs) away from like the gig itself. But I was like, everything's kind of in one spot. There were parks. Like this is something I don't think people understand. Like in New York, a park is a basketball hoop outside of a public school that does not have a net on it. Plenty of graffiti. There's glass bottles and, and drug paraphernalia on the floor. Like that's what a park is. Like you talk to somebody from fucking West Virginia and their parks have lush grass. Stop. Reusable water. The freaking, the, the, the ground is all cushioned and everything. Crazy. The swings are made of plastic and safe materials that don't heat up in the sun. Like we slid down on what's the point on on fucking airplane metal. Yeah, (laughs) catch your thighs on that hot metal. Dunskies, you are done. Anyway, Uh, Trump's returning to Twitter. Who's excited besides Frank? This is a friggin' shock. Is he really though? According to NBC, they're reporting that Trump. Well, I should check Twitter right now see if he came back. His bullshit, whatever, is not working out so well. Um, yeah, I mean, well, we all kind of knew that, but he. I remember somebody was saying like, "Oh, he can't really go. He signed a deal. It would be devastating to the investors." And it seems like whatever he did in the last like couple he weeks, shit. he's ironed the way to come back. I mean, he needs it, right? He's not really fucking. Uh, I think if he wants to have any chance in the next election, he's got to come back to Twitter. He does not. He has no chance in the next election if he does not come back to Twitter. Agreed. And you know this social. What did that last? Two years? Less than that? A year? When you look at it, TikTok is really the only social media network to break through in the last. That's true. And ten like, years. Stick, stick with it, right? Yeah. And TikTok was was. I agree. Good flop. I agree. Was like musically, or I forget what it was called, whatever. That TikTok went through seven iterations, and TikTok doesn't make it without the pandemic. No fucking way. Yeah, that was everybody's. You know, you're bored, you're stuck. Yeah, in you the do house. the dances. That's what I did. Yeah, That's it. everybody needed. Everybody loved TikTok during the pandemic. Outside of that, 
It doesn't really make it. Well, it was the other one. Club, remember Clubhouse? Like, everybody go on Clubhouse. It's the new fucking thing. Clubhouse is cool. Yeah, that's, that's... Who's a shit about Clubhouse anymore? How's that one doing? Oof, nobody fucking cares. Yeah. You know, your phone is probably filled with a graveyard of dead old social media <laughs> networks. Yeah, let me go clean it stuff. up. Yep. Um, here's what's fascinating. Shakira discovered she was being cheated on. And the way she discovered it was a first for me. I never heard of this before. She discovered that um, the jam in her closet was slowly going down. Okay. What? Her boyfriend and her kids hate jam. That's it. Mm -hmm. I would definitely notice this too. Yep, a thousand percent. Who the fuck is eating my goddamn jam? (laughs) (laughs) Turns out her husband was banging some young chick, and she like a little giving her free jam on the side. Yeah. Some jam after the jam. I, mean, I, don't, I don't mind how jam you. Jam you know, after the jam. I don't mind you banging my husband. I'll be damned if you're taking my jam. Right. Yo, and it was that's Shakira. That is some fucking. That's marmalade shit. That's like some jam. That's not like fucking mm-hmm. schmuckers. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's probably homemade something or other. Probably ninety dollar jam, for all we know. I. I uh, that's my jam. Good song. Men. This yeah. is dumb. But this is this is what I'm saying. This is a warning to all the men out there and the lesbians. Watch what you're fucking doing because you can't have a hair out of place. Mm-mm. I mean, this is listen. If if Terry, the housewife with nothing to do all day, discovers the missing jam, I kind of get it. You're talking about a world class entertainer who tours the planet, has God knows how many companies. Is just constantly making music and videos and dance routines. I mean, raising kids. This woman could not be busier, and she still found the time to look at the fucking jam levels and go, "Wait a second, <laughs> these jam levels are lower than last yeah. week." Yeah, mm-hmm. the little dipstick in there. Nope. And by the way, you know she has housekeeping staff in there. She's so fucking rich. She didn't go. I wonder if the housekeeper is eating the jam. No, no, she, she knew, knew right she knew. away. She knew. knew right away. Oh. See that? Mm-hmm. Got stuck with the yeah. The jam will give you up every time. Fucking jam, man. <laughs> every uh, time. I, gotcha. I think that's hear... how they. Uh, I think that's how they got Gotti. That's how they got OJ. I know that it was right. In the glove. It was the, the jam. jam. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear Jeremy Renner's nine one one call? It's kind of chilling. Oh. Is it like disturbing? Poor guy. It's a little fucked up. Yeah, let's hear it. All right, oh, boy. Courtesy of TMZ, this is Jeremy Renner's nine one one call. Okay, what's the address? I need the address of the emergency, please. I told you. Help on the way. I just had to verify it. What is the phone number that you're calling from? Immediately. Someone's been run over by a snowcat. Hurry. Okay, and what is the phone number that you're calling from, just in case we get disconnected? Okay, tell me exactly what happened. Can you hear him moaning in the background? That's him moaning in the background. That's him, yep. I don't know. Someone's in front of my house on the ground. They got run over by a snowcat. He's been crushed. Okay, we have paramedics, ambulance. Everyone's on the way right now, okay? Just kidding. Listen to me. I need, you you might want to get a life flight out here immediately. Okay, give me one second, okay? He says you might want to get a life flight out here immediately. That is like the. That's the choppers, right? Choppers, yeah, shit's going down. Yeesh. Hey, it's, um. Where where is he bleeding from? I don't know. I can't tell. His head. Oh, 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 easy, 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 easy. Sunny, okay. sunny. 
Wait. Does it look like Wait. the bleeding is under control on his head? Okay, he says he's got ribs issues. Okay. His right side. Yeah, he got crushed up on his right side. Like his ribs are broken. Yeah, his right chest and the uh, upper upper torso, uh, his ribs it look like they might be crushed. He's got a head wound as well. Okay. Keep this on you. Can you give me an ETA? Um, in one second, Karen. Let me see if I can. It's hard to it's hard to give an ETA just because the the snow on the mountain. I don't know how quick they're able to go. Um. Right, this is the most chilling part. Shorter, so please. Right. How's he doing? Shallow breath. Okay. Not a pain. He's conscious. Okay. We got him covered in blankets. His head's covered. Are we drifting off? Is he starting to kind of drift off into sleep? Yeah. Stay awake. So he was drifting off, but you heard him say shallow breaths. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. starting to drift off. Like, how fucking chilling is that? I mean, she did what she could. I'd be like, keep him awake, keep him awake. No, don't you have to keep them? Like, yeah. Conscious? I, I mean, I think she did, she did a great job. But could you yeah, imagine you're just fucking standing there and she's like, God. I don't um, know, the snow. How did they say he did that exactly? I I don't know. I think he, didn't he, like, get like get up or get her out to adjust something? And the thing just kind of, like. Rolled over him? Yeah. Is it like one of those snow machines that you sit in and then you like? Yeah, no, it's like it's like the the tank. Fucking yeah, yeah. Thing like, like it's like blades in the front. Yeah, it's like the ones that they have like up in the mountains for the for the snow for the ski resorts. Jeez. Like one of those fucking things. Yeah, mm. crazy, crazy. So how do we know how long it took them for, uh, to get to him? Like that's a, was... no, I don't know, man. Jeez. But you know what? I, he's, I mean, on the mend, right? He, he's doing okay. I heard something about it. he might have a problem with one of his legs. They Well, the, what their latest report before today was like, because he was like, thanks, everybody. And everybody was like, oh, all right, Jeremy. Then the latest thing, some like somebody talked to somebody, else, like a source talked to a source, and they's like, he ain't, he actually ain't doing too good. Like he's oh, still really struggling to get out of the hole. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Poor oh, guy. There you go. The the snow cats, yeah. The people are saying the hotel and the shining. That's those big snow cats that get through the snow. Yeah, those, no, those I have to look ones. this up. Yeah, the big freaking trucks, man. Big Yeah, hey, you want to see it? It's a it's a uh hmm. yeah, throw it on the screen. I'm sure the guy stopped. It's like one of these. Like this is from oh, his yeah. Instagram. Oof. Ooh. It's huge. It, it's huge. And it, like rolled right over him. I can't even imagine. Or they say it rolled. I don't know. They say it rolled right over. Oh, God. How do you even come out of that? Even in the condition he did is, thank God. I know. No. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. But, uh, hey, if he's doing, hopefully he's doing right. He, it's weird. He's been posting on social media. He posted a couple of things. Hey, I'm all right. I can't really type, but I'm okay. And then he posted something about a show that he's on. Season two of whatever's coming out. Oh, yeah. I that saw his, that, too. That was his publicist. He's in there oh, moaning. And the guy goes, give me the fucking phone. I'm like, we got to tweet this out. Yeah, maybe. Numbers. That's a possibility. Yeah, we need some fucking numbers over here. Poor guy. 
Um, oh, this is a good story. So at Davos, right, they have the World Economic Forum. Mm. This is where, like, all, like, the billionaires and trillionaires get together and plan out our lives for us. Okay. Uh, nice. Prostitutes have descended on the city. <laughs> descended like a plague? What yeah. <laughs> Were they zombies? I mean, They're come locusts, on. locusts, apparently. No, you know what? I swear to God, they say the same thing about the Super Bowl. They say when the Super Bowl happens, the I hookers just flood into the city that the Super Bowl's at because you got nothing but dudes. Who are drunk fucking and making bad decisions? Horny, away, drunk and horny. They're on business decisions. I mean, it's kind of funny how, like, I, I never realized this until a few years ago. But the Super Bowl, uh, like, con, uh, a couple other like film festivals, like people just go there to do business during these huge events. Oh yeah, they're not there for the show or whatever. They're, they're there to right. meet to deal with the people that are attending. Yeah. That's it. And that's it. Like the people will go to the Super Bowl, stay at the Super Bowl all week long, leave on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And and do business. Well, everybody's at the game. Got to go. Yeah, they 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 make deals, they do whatever they got to do, all this shit, interviews and stuff, and then they just fucking leave. I never mm-hmm. knew that. And then, and it happens at all like these major events. Well, anyway, Davos is one of them, and uh one prostitute told a German newspaper that uh, she frequently provides services to American attendees of Davos who pay $750 per hour and up to $2,500 to spend the whole night. Damn. Looks yep. like I'll be, I'll be back in a week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she says she has to dress in business attire to blend in with the whole crowd at the World Economic Forum that gathers together. Uh, but that's what they do. A woman who manages an escort service based in the Swiss town of Ar- Argawi, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, which is about 100 miles from Davos, uh, said that she received 11 bookings and 25 inquiries in mm. just like a few days. Mm. Is that like one booking an hour? But that's they're 100 miles away. So it's like they're that's so... Yeah, they're so starved for hookers that they're like, I don't know, call the hooker that's 100 miles away. We'll figure it out. I mean, you have to have, like, credentials, I'm sure, to get into whatever this thing is. The World Economic Forum, and they just open the door to, I mean, they could just walk in, or is it like people are inviting them in, saying, come on in, come on in? Well, I mean, they're not going to, like, the, you know. They're not going to the, they're not going to I don't know, where where does it happen? Like, it's not a hotel or something. It's, like, all throughout the city. Yeah, it's a different convention centers and. Okay. You know, they have all those uh they have all those things, but yeah. All right. Hey, good mm-hmm. for them. Making that money. Yeah. Good for uh them. in twenty twenty a Swiss law enforcement official told the Times of London that at least a hundred sex workers traveled to Davos in anticipation of the week long event. Now you think is that like a a thing that like the police they know about it? Are they gonna do anything or is it just like you know what? Let the billionaires have yeah. their they're spending a ton of money in this city. Let them. That's probably more likely what it is. Right. We've got all the billionaires yeah. in the city for a week. Let's let them spend all their money. Right. All right. Lastly, you walk out the door after the podcast. You see a plastic bag on the floor. You'll go pick it up. There's $25,000 in it. What do you do next? Right, Keep it. First. I ain't stupid. No shit. But what do you do? Oh, God. What's the well, next thing you do? You, you've you got the bet. You picked it up. You look inside. 
you're like, that's 25 grand and it's real. What do you do? My skepticism would jump right in. So this is a setup. This is, something's wrong here. No one either. It dropped out of some kind of shady deal and someone's mm-hmm. looking for this. That's, that's, you know, not going to be too happy that it's missing. Mm-hmm. Or this is some kind of scam setup. There's cameras on me. Something's going on here. All right. You look around and there's nothing. Now what? I, I, I bring it to the cops. Are you for? I can't. We're, this is the last time we do a podcast together. You really do. I cannot you accept really that answer. <laughs> I cannot accept that answer. What if it's? What if it's like dirty money and you and you get caught with it and then you go to jail for passing around shit? Bro, money? of course That's it's okay. dirty money, okay. but it's in okay. your hands now. Yeah, but what if it's uh, either counterfeit or uh, what's it called? It has to be. You know, it's what's that when it's not laundered? I don't know what's called when it's not laundered. Whatever no money idea. that's not, not like um, marked, sure. Marked. Uh, yeah, no. I don't know. <clears throat> what if it's money that if you get caught using it, you're going to jail? I think if you walked into a police department with twenty five large in a bag, they'd laugh. Yeah, <laughs> they would laugh and say, "Get the fuck out! Take your money with you! Get the fuck yeah. out of here!" What are you stupid? Or they'd say, uh, say, "Yeah, yeah, let me see it." Yeah, I'm only counting five thousand in here. Yeah, Janine, what would you do? Uh, I'd plan a trip to Italy immediately. I'd go home and plan a trip to Italy. Yeah. And then my husband would be like, oh, why are we going to Italy? Uh, why don't we do something with it? And I'm like, we are doing something with it. Well, I guess you could come. So this is um, all serious. All jokes aside, this is what you do. This absolutely. is what you guys would do. Absolutely. I would not give it away. I mean, I feel like if you if you saw a bag of twenty five grand, something's wrong. That's not just someone drops that. That some there's a, there's obviously Wait, something you... shady going on here, and either someone's going to come looking for it, or it's a plant and you're getting set up somehow. Well, listen, I can't speak to that, but I'll answer Christine's question. It's not counterfeit. It is real. You look inside, yeah, you okay. go, "This is real." The, it, you one hundred percent know this is real. This is twenty five thousand dollars um did you hear about what happened um you know those brinks um like security money trucks brinks like yeah the brinks trucks yeah three hundred thousand dollars was stolen a couple of weeks ago i think in the city for in in manhattan from a Mm -hmm. brinks truck wow i believe so that's hard to do that's groundhog's Uh, day stuff well somebody distracted him he left a bag in the back on the corner and somebody distracted him, and that person took it, and there was three hundred thousand dollars in there. I know. That sucks. That's an inside job, if you ask me. How's that guy going to keep his job? That's like I don't Bill know. Murray walking across the street. Three, two, yeah. <laughs> car, <laughs> call, <laughs> and then he grabs the bag. Yeah. But so, uh, so Anthony, what would you do? I I'm going to do you one better than J Sabs. I wouldn't even go home. <laughs> I would go straight to the airport. Get on a fucking plane and go to Vegas. That's exactly. Ooh, that's a good idea too. Not even stopping to get my kids. I'm just. I hope if Cuddles is with me, you want to go to the casino over here. If no, (laughs) if Cuddles is with me, she can come. If she's not, I will text her from the plane. Hmm. It's nice of you. Yeah. Well, I like her. The kids, not so much. Not her. Like, I'd be like, I'm in Vegas. You don't give your buddy a call. Say, hey, no. Meet me out front. Would you take me with? Would no. you, who would you rather take to Vegas, me or Frank? 
Well, I gotta We've take. To I gotta Vegas. choose JSAB at this point because this one's gonna be in Vegas. Going, maybe we should bring it to the FBI building. I don't know. This doesn't feel right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. This is freaking me out. We're on a plane. <laughs> just, something's going wrong here. <laughs> They're on to us. Yeah, he's gonna kill my juju. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm trying to go on a run. And yeah, exactly. Go on. Wouldn't that be fun though? I mean, no. that's a classic. That's a classic comedy thing. You are, you know, you're all ready to, to live it up. And I'm sitting there going, they're on to us. They're on the plane. They're following us. <laughs> Who's that guy? Who's this guy over here? Look at this guy. What, what do you want? Coming oh, in. Uh, yeah, I'll take a soda. <laughs> and no, a barf uh, bag. And a barf bag. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be freaking out. If I found 25 grand, it's, I, I would immediately assume something's up. And I wouldn't be able to, I don't know. I, I would have to turn it in. It's the thing, like if something about, I mean, who's not going to claim it? But there's supposed to be like a if it's not claimed. Claim a certain what? Amount of what are you time, talking? It's probably coming from a drug. A yeah, drug, it's say it's drug money. Yeah, yeah. So they're not going to claim it, and then it's yours. Good. You know what? But I'm that's gonna the do legal way it? to do it. I'm going to put it on fucking black and double zero. I'm not going to use it to fucking poison children in the community. All right. You're I'm going to go get a nice one roll of the dice. See, now that's go... nice of you. Thank you. I'm going to get a nice fucking steak over at Morton's and get a fucking massage and a rub down and try and run that fucking 25 grand up to 100,000. That's what I'm fucking doing. Yeah, that's that's how you lose 25 grand. Remember when we went not, to Vegas? This is I why you're to, not coming to Vegas. When we went to Vegas 15 years ago, we uh, walking by. I always wanted to do this, so I tried it. I was like, ah, what would happen if I just took $100? Do you remember this? I took a hundred dollars. I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna. I was first drunk thing most I did. of that trip. I don't know. No, well, this remember. was the first thing I did. I went, you know, I took a hundred bucks out of whatever money I was gonna use to gamble, and I went, I'm just gonna put it all on red, black, black. Yeah, of course. I was like, okay, that's just that's, that's a bad omen, but uh, never doing that again. Hmm. But twenty five okay. grand, man. Come on, could you imagine? You just go to the Bellagio, just go give me your fucking best room. I don't know what it is. I just want it. Give me the best room. Whatever it is, I think you're gonna need more than twenty five grand to to live it up like that. If you're going for the best room in the Bellagio, what could that be? Let's say that's probably like ten grand by itself. Yeah, I was gonna say that's probably five grand a night. Or I would go to that hotel that's in White Lotus, the one in Sicily. I never saw that. Oh yeah, he, you're missing right out. The coast. Mm. The hotel was okay. It wasn't that. It wasn't that big a deal. I don't think the view was great. But the hotel itself, it was all right. Also, the rooms had weren't anything special. There were hookers. Mm. Two. There was only two hookers, though. That's. I know. <laughs> the two hookers ran the whole place. <laughs> two hookers. I, <laughs> I really want to go back to Italy, though. My friend just came back from Rome, and I'm like, oh. I would. Would you live in Europe? You've never I been, live. either of you, right? I know, but Europe, I, yeah. Can I tell you something? The idea of living in Europe appeals to me. Like, I want to live in Europe just based off the idea of living in Europe. Probably for the uh, siesta, right? This is my ideal. I would be in some fucking village in Italy, tiny, with just good prosciutto and fresh seafood and whatever, not big crowds. And you fucking eat. You go get an espresso. You walk down to the to the water you look at the water the sun goes down you walk back home you open up a bottle of wine you get fucking drunk pass out wake up the next morning do the same thing do it all that over sounds, again that sounds mm -hmm. amazing yeah that's that's my ideal that's beautiful my wife and I, we went to 
Portugal, Lisbon, and we it's it's so awesome there. It's really nice. Did you ever go to Italy? No. I haven't been to Italy yet, no. Oh. We went to France, we went to Spain, and we went to Portugal. Did you do a cruise? We did. Yeah. You have to experience um, Europe without a cruise. I was going to say that's the one place where I wouldn't go on a cruise is Europe. I feel like you need to live in the little villages. Yeah, you do. But this was, you know, it was a few days. It was like seven days. You, you know, you stop in each place. You take a tour. That's what we did. We, we got off the boat and they brought us on, uh, on excursions. We just did a, a tour. We, either it was a walking tour all around. They take us to show you the history. They show you this and that. They On the Portuguese tour, the Lisbon tour, it, we paid literally 16 bucks. We thought it was, it said it was a 60 minute tour. We're walking, they, the guide takes us. It was about, I don't know, 30 of us. We're walking around and she's showing us all this stuff. And then she goes, all right, we're going to stop in here. We stopped in this beautiful restaurant. They gave us food. They gave us beer. And we sat there, we're eating, we're drinking. And all right. Then we got up, we kept walking. We kept going around. It was four hours, this tour, for 16 bucks. We were like, holy shit. What? Yeah, they took us all over. Did you Lisbon. have to give the guy a little? Yeah. No. I mean, I offered, oh, but I he was it. like, no, no. Are you sure it wasn't uh, 16 bucks an hour? Yeah. It was not. It was 16 bucks, and when they said it was going to be an hour, we we kept getting further and further away from the ship. We were like, I don't know if we're going to make it back in time. We kept looking. We could see the ship in the distance. Like uh, Lisbon, it was like a hill. It goes up. Uh, it's all built on a big hill. And every time we, we turned around, the ship was further and further away. We were like, oh, shit. That's scary. Here, here's why you can... You should do it, um, like just island, uh, not island, um, country oh, yeah, hop. We, we definitely want to do that. Country hop because it's so easy to get from one place to another. Train, plane, to like an hour. Automobile. Right. So it's just it's, it is easy. It's oh, easy. Sure. It's good. Um, and I need I need to live there. I want to go two two big places on our list: Ireland and Italy. Okay. No desire to go to Ireland ever. Really? <laughs> Me either. I don't have any desire to go there either. None Wait, whatsoever. Paul, I see JSAB spending time in a Tuscan nunnery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Paul had a really funny comment before to the question, what would you do with the 25K? Yeah. Uh, he wrote, uh, see, fuck, I miss it now. Oh, here it is. Uh, put a down payment on a studio apartment in, the, oh, yeah. in that future <laughs> city. Arabic That's a, city. It's a good idea. Are they building <laughs> that thing, or is that just a pipe dream? Is that like I, in, in the works? Oh, you know what? I don't know. I they keep I keep seeing things in the way. Here's the other thing too with those things. They show you those futuristic videos, and it's just like it's all just like falling into place. You know, yeah, and you're like, all, oh, looks all like the blocks. And it's like, wow, look yeah. how fast they built this thing. Yeah, that'll be done by fucking next Tuesday. We'll get it in there. <laughs> Easy enough. I, it looks, you know, if everything they're saying, you ever see the movie Passengers? Passengers. Um, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. They're stuck on like a. It's a ship. It's all to uh, oh. a new planet. Oh, Did you hear me? Sorry, I had a blip there. It's on new okay. planet. I heard that. Oh, uh, so so it's it's uh real it's. The movie is they're ta- it's like a big cruise ship, but it's in space and it's taking, I don't know, eight hundred or eight thousand. I forget what the number is. People from Earth to a new planet, and the way it has to get there is everybody has to go into like a sleep mode, 
for like 80 years because that's how long it takes this ship to get there. And the story of the movie... Oh, we lost Jason Epps in the middle of my thing. Great. Um, so the movie is that they... Uh, Chris Pratt wakes up and he can't get back to sleep, so he now he has to spend his 80 years on the ship by himself. Oh, I've he seen... can't get back into cry, like cryosleep or whatever. I saw... Yeah, you know, I want to see that. That looks good. It's a really good movie. I recommend it. A very... Very underrated, went right under the radar. Um, but my point is, like, that ship, it, like, it, it was very, fu- obviously, it's very futuristic. It's got all these crazy things. Like, the bar- there's a bartender on the ship, but it's a robot. But he looks and acts like a person. But he doesn't have, like, it's, it's, it's so futuristic. Like, that's how I picture these cities. Like, the rooms, like, the beds are hovering, and the, there's a... Hovering bed? Like, that sounds like fun. Yeah, like, they're all, like, on magnets and shit, and then there's, like... Uh, there's a, a you could do a space walk. There's all these different. It's like a big cruise ship, but all these different activities. Um, and he takes like it takes advantage of all these things, and because he's on it by himself now. But it was it's really cool. So that's what I'm picturing. Like these futuristic cities have to have some like better than like you know Google Home or Alexa. It's got to be like really futuristic for anybody to be like oh, I'm gonna uproot my whole life and go there. I don't think they've started the line yet because there's still chances to invest in it, which I would not do. Um, I think if you invest in it, you might not see a return for a very long yeah. time until people move into it, which will not be for a long time. I mean, what's crazy about this is it's a fancy website and a YouTube video. That's really what it is right now. That's all yeah. it is. You know? It's an interesting proposal. If anybody, if you're going to show it to an investor, I could see someone getting very excited about it. Yeah. It seems like a cool idea. It's a hell of a YouTube video. That's for sure. Right. Uh, like I remember a friend of mine who ran a brewery, still runs a brewery uh, uh, out east here, said to me, he goes, all you need to run a brewery is a Facebook page. He's like, he's like every other day, somebody just creates a Facebook page about a brewery. Like, you know, it's like, that's yeah, really you need the brewery though. Well, eventually you do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, just need a bathtub and a dream. That's true. Uh, Bird, <laughs> I want to go to Ireland so bad. Christine, Ireland is awesome. I don't see the appeal of Ireland. I'm sorry. I just oh, it's beautiful. The the landscape is beautiful. Picture you picture um a little town with like the the pubs and everything. You walk in and you, everybody's having a great time. I just picture that home feeling of like everybody just getting along and they all you know drinking and having a having uh yeah but is it filled with irish people is that a mess because i can't then i can't be oh that's not good worst people ever paul yes i want to see the banshees of inishirin i do want to see that i heard that's actually my parents hated it but they're not a good indicator so it might be really they're good good. they were in what's it called together um colin farrell and i forget the other guy's name but the two guys that are in this were in in bruges Another place right. I want to visit. Right. All right. All, together. all my Irish people stick aside because I don't mind Irish people. I love Irish people. I mean, all those friends are Irish. Um, I'm glad you don't mind them. I don't. I know. I don't. See, I feel like Ireland is just last on the list. Like you said, little towns with pubs. I feel like that is a that's a thing to do in England. Like I would love to do that in England. Yeah, I would do that too in England. But I just I feel like know. Ireland would always come in second, third, or fourth place. With everything that they have to offer. They got a lot of ghosts, apparently, in Ireland. It's like the ghost tour yeah. capital of the world. And I hear, like, castles and, like you said, landscapes, large... Cr- that Landscapes, 
excite me not. Like there is nothing exciting about a big green like landscape. I can't imagine something more fucking boring than that. And then it's like if you're gonna have castles, like there's so, like Spain, it'll like there's so many other places with old castles. You know, like I just nothing what about appealing. The Pete? Ah, the Pete. Like the Pete. And then, like, honestly, not for nothing, but the food is just not exciting. I'm sorry. Haggis? Or is that Scottish? I don't know. Yeah. Again, I love my Irish brethren, but they're just, you hand them a piece of meat and they go, I know, I'll boil this. And I just can't, you know, I just doesn't. What should we do with this potato? I don't know. Let's boil it. They're just fucking boiling everything over there, and I can't take it. Shepherd's pie is good shepherd's pie is outstanding but again i feel like you can get that in england i feel like you can get that in england and it would be delightful see it's one of those things where i knew literally nothing about portugal nothing going in i was like uh, i wasn't very excited about it i was like what do, you know I, I don't i'm not interested and then when we got there it's like my it was i was blown away i love that feeling it was like this is this place is awesome the people were nice the the uh, you know it was all buildings you know there was a little park in the middle of the place but everything was you know close you know those little alleys and stuff close buildings um and then the history alone you know you just go through these churches and and you see all this stuff and they, they, if you ever go to a foreign country take the tour whatever the tour is because it, it gets you so much more into it than you thought you could get into. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But again, I'm waiting for somebody to sell me Ireland. Like, give me a reason. And I, I do love the Irish. I, I don't misunderstand me. I, I do. Okay, Guinness Factory. That's it. That's as about as high as the excitement I could get. I would like to go to the the, the Guinness thing. Oh, I could maybe sit to that, but I'm not going there for just the Guinness thing. My wife has a great story about the Guinness Factory. She went there I in Ireland. Tell. In Ireland, or the one she on went there before we met. Okay, <laughs> right. She went there before we met. She went to Ireland, and she, uh, you go, you take the the tour, the Guinness tour, and there's a a bar, like you would imagine, in the place, and there's obviously they're serving all you know the, the Guinness they could handle. So she goes up to the bar, and she's not getting served. The bartender's ignoring her. She's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" So she. Flags down the bartender. Hey, you know, I've been waiting. He wanted here. her to know okay. what it's like to be a man walking up to a bar. Is that what exactly? It was? No, she goes. Oh, I'm not serving you. You have to. You have to leave. Get out. The bartender tells her, and she's like, "What? What's going? What? I don't understand. What's happening?" And they kicked her out. And she wrote this big letter. Wait, like, they really told her to leave. They told her to leave. Why? So she, I'll tell you. She gets on the computer. And she goes, oh, I was at, you know, she wrote this whole complaint. I was here. This is what happened. I don't understand. I didn't do anything wrong. I was there with my friend and we went on the tour and we did everything. We were enjoying it, but this happened. I don't understand what happened. They get back to her and they, they showed her to prove this. Well, I don't think they showed it, but they said, there's a woman who looked like her, who was there and causing a huge scene and yelling and being crazy and flipping out on everybody and they kicked her out and they thought it was her coming back in so they kicked her out and so they said whenever you come back just show us your id and you have a free you have free tours for life for the guinness uh 
That's great. <laughs> yeah, they kicked her out thinking she was some crazy lunatic that they they saw like the day before or something. Wow. And they said they looked at the security footage and they said you look just like her. <laughs> Funny is that. <laughs> yeah. So, free tours at the Guinness factory. I feel like if that's a true story, that's crazy. And if it's not true, it's crazy that they're like, I don't know, just say this. We fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I th- she, there's a way like she got proof of it. I don't remember how, but uh, I think it's pretty. I think it's true. That's nuts. Yeah, it's messed up. Mm. But hey, when we go back, we get a free tour. So all right, I'll go there for the free tour. I'll go with you guys in the free tour. That's oh, no, you're not included. It's not transferable. Here's the other thing too. I've I've been to Boston, so I feel like I've kind of been to Ireland already. You know, like it's uh, basically the same thing, isn't it? I think the accent's a little stronger in Ireland. <laughs> a little more annoying, to be honest Touch. with you. Oh, you you are just <laughs> crapping all over the Irish today. Holy crap! No, I mean you in Boston. Right? No, I'm saying in, in Boston it's more. Annoying. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but Boston. I did. I went to the fucking um, Sam Adams Brewery when I went up to Boston, and that was a cool experience. That was I like a real... Boston. Boston was fun. We go there will... every now and then. A friend lives up there. Yeah, I will say that. I don't know if it applies that much anymore because, like I said, there's a brewery now every five minutes. But like, even Cuddles and I back in the day, we, we went to Toronto. We went on a brewery tour, and it was this old. What was it? It was like an old train yard, and they turned this old train yard into a brewery, and it was some of the most unbelievable beer I ever had. Good place because... to get railed. Hey. Because they fucking, they bring the water down from like the, it's like glacier water from like, you know, Ottawa somewhere. And they like pipe it down. Good. Yeah, it's fucking good. great. It's fucking great. It was this big like U-shaped building because they used to like pull the train in and then it would go in certain compartments and they converted it into a brewery. So what was it called? Steam Whistle, I think it was called. Still to this day, one of the best beers I've ever had. So I good. tell you, you, you throw the words glacier water out there, everybody jumps on board. Yeah, I remember we sipped it, and we were like, holy shit, this is so good. And they're like, it's our water. Glacier water. Enjoy that, New York, because you'll never fucking taste they don't give you. They don't give you the full name. It's like Poop Glacier, but it's Glacier Water. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it's, where the, it's where all their poop goes, though. Um, it's Glacier Water. doesn't mean it's... No, I don't know. It's probably great. Don't we have somebody who's from uh, Dublin? Who's always that sounds right. I feel like Dublin's in the name, too. yeah. Why can't Dublin. I think of it? If you're if you're here, let us know. Aussie Annie's roots are from Ireland. Yeah, but she's Australian now. That's fucking paradise down there. Yeah, she's she's not Ireland, Annie. Christine. <laughs> it wouldn't work. That's an alliteration failure, really. Oh, Irish Annie's not bad. Irish. Uh, oh, Irish Annie's good. That's true. Uh, the food around the UK isn't all that great. It's the people. You know, there's something about London, though. I feel like, I again, London kind of boring but i'm i'm slightly i would put london just a little bit above ireland i'm slightly intrigued to go to london hmm. you know and see what it's all about i mean the one, the big thing is the history i mean all <laughs> there was a funny joke uh what's his name eddie Izzard. he goes i'm from england you know where the history is or europe where the history is it's like cause that's everything before 300 years ago it's, it's or however many hundred years ago. But the thing is, it's like, if you're like, all right, where do you want to go in Europe? I'm going to say Italy first. I'm going to say Greece. I'm going to say Spain. I'm going to say Portugal. I'm going to say France. Oh, like, I sure. feel like all these places are. It's not high on your list, but it, it's it's a place to go. Switzerland. And then like down at the bottom, it's going to be like England and then Ireland. Dead last. Yeah, That's just me. I don't know. Czech Republic. And, 
and let's Czech Republic. They got good hockey. Yarmir Yager's there. Sometimes he he plays on the team he owns. So you're gonna go there. there on the off chance to see uh, Yarmir Yager? Yeah, well, he was really good. I don't know if you remember back in the day, '68, knew how to fucking move that puck on the power play. Here it is. Um, but like literally, that shit is down. Is down. Now I was gonna say something else. Now I forgot what it was. Shit. It's probably for the best. Just gonna wrap it all up. You killed me with the Czech Republic. Irish. Irish and England are at the bottom of the list. Irish is the battle of the list. Yeah. England's boring, but you go oh, there above. Oh, one. I want everybody. If you want to go to England, if you would be like, yeah, I'd go to England. I could accept that. But I feel like it's 90% because of the Beatles. Everybody is just like, I don't think it has much to do else with the. I'll give it 90% Beatles, 8% Royal family and 2% some other miscellaneous bullshit. See, for me, it would be 90% Abbey Road. Not even the Beatles. Because what the just, hell? Just, just the road. I want to just take my picture across in the street, and that's it. <laughs> and then I, so I land, I go to Abbey Road, cross the street, take my picture, and I fly home. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I did what I came to do. <laughs> what else? I, I mean, what do I want? To see the studio, stand outside of the studio that they recorded in? Well, people do that all the time. Did you see the, one of the best carpool karaoke's? was Paul McCartney's. Did you see that one? Yes. That was amazing. He that one was into a pub and just starts singing and everybody's like, holy shit. It's Paul McCartney. Yeah. That yeah. one was legitimately good because he drove around. He went to his like childhood home. Right. And... That's yeah, the that, way to do it. That is it. That is the way to do it. Boy, carpool karaoke. There's another thing I just do not give a shit about anymore. Yeah. I... And those first few episodes, it was like, oh, did you see the new one? Did you see it was like everybody was talking about it. Now yeah. it's like, does he even yeah, still they, do them anymore? I don't even they know. They sat in the car and they sang their songs. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? I like when they do things. Not, to, I mean, I know I'm biased, but when Metallica and um, Billy Eichner, they did a carpool karaoke together. It was, it was technically carpool karaoke, but James Corden wasn't in it for some reason. It was just... Because he jumped the shark because they sold it as a show for on Apple, I think it was. Oh, all right. It was, yeah. It was Billy Eichner Metallica, but they got out. They went into a store. They sang with the people in the in the supermarket. It was pretty cool. So when they do stuff like that, you could make it more interesting. Yeah, you get in the car, you sing the songs, but then stop on the side of the, you know, and, and do some stuff with people or, or visit their old home or, you know, there's, there's so much more you could do with it. Like uh, comedians in cars with, uh, getting coffee. You go places. You talk about other things. I don't know. I wish he would do that again. Yeah, he could do it. He, he could do it with all the same people that he had. Just do different shit. You know. Yeah, you sing the new songs, maybe, but go to the go to the maybe do it all around the country. It doesn't have to be in L.A. every time. All right, here. This is amazing, Frank. First of all, yeah, that steam whistle. I live near it. That comes from Sharon loves pizza, who I could swear used to love ice cream. Huh. Right? What's going on right. here? Did we switch that's from a, pizza to... Uh, that's interesting. Right? Unless this is like Sharon's sister. <laughs> like Gallagher too? Like Gallagher too. Could be. Do you think Sharon's sister is also named Sharon? <laughs> she just loves the different thing. The, Sh <laughs> the Sharon twins. Who, who knows? Yeah. Pizza and ice cream. That's how they tell each other apart. I guess that's so. That's fine. Also remember, appreciate that. Oh, very much so yeah very very much so all right i think that's that's all i got was that the show 
That's the show. Would you really bring the 25? You'd be so fucking paranoid. I could kind of believe it. You'd be so I'd paranoid. Be paranoid. Bring it back. I'd be like, this is some mafia guy's money, and I'm going to get shot over it. So let me, let me just go to the police. I don't know. Found this. You tell me what to do. See, that's why I'm getting on a plane and going straight to Vegas. Because if it is, if it does go shitty, you know, if somebody comes around and goes, you've seen a bag? I'll be like, I'm not like, first of all, if they're coming around for the bag, they're going to look for it within the next two or three days. And I'm going to be in Vegas. Also, when yeah. you show up to Vegas with 25 large in a bag, nobody asks any questions. That's business as usual. I get that. But you got to figure like. A ring cam is going to catch you on that, you know, picking up the bag and leaving with it. Fuck, I didn't think about the ring cam. Something's going to happen. It's going to go wrong. I'm telling you. That's my paranoia. It's going to go wrong. Shit. (laughs) Someone's going to see you or someone walking around is going to walk in their dog is going to see you picking up a bag. The police are going to come around. They're going to ask witnesses. And they say, yeah, I saw this guy uh, uh, with a beard. Uh, it's like he looked Amish, but I'm not really sure. Walking around, he picked up this bag. And, and this and, tall beard looks Amish, hates Irish people. Is that right? Yeah, he yeah. screamed something about Vegas, and then he left. <laughs> I don't know. That's the guy. That's the guy, and then they yeah. gotta get you. They gotta pick you up in ten minutes. Yeah. Hmm. I'm telling you, something's gonna go wrong. We said that. Remember when Gabby Petito and they fucking found footage of her? Like, there's just footage of every. You think about that Nepal plane crane plane, uh, plane crash? They fucking found footage of that thing. Especially nowadays, there's just cameras everywhere. Just man. cameras rolling all the time. Yeah, every 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 front of every house has a camera. Like, not every house, but a good half of the. A, yeah. yeah. No, know, Frank was saying that if if you. If you went outside and you picked up a bag of twenty-five grand, there's going to be some doorbell camera that's got you. That that that's going to see you. I know our neighbors have cameras. Probably. That's what I'm saying. Like that, you're not gonna, like you can't. He's saying he said he years would ago. You could get away with it, probably. Yeah, he said he would give it back right away. He'd be too paranoid. But the thing is, is like somebody's going to find like if. If it's a drug dealer or whatever, they're gonna knock on enough doors, or they're gonna be like, "I'm, I want to see your fucking, you know, your footage," because I dropped the bag out here and I said, "No, somebody took it." Yeah, if it's in front of your house, they come knocking on your door. I see you got a ring cam here. You don't know who's, you know, they put a gun in your face. I show me the footage from yesterday. Yeah, and they see you picking it up and walking away with it. If somebody did that to me, I'd be like, "I'll give you fifteen grand right now to leave me alone." Uh, yeah, but that's twenty five. That's ten grand. I'm missing, pal. <laughs> I don't know. Your math is a little off there. I'd be like, "Is that my fifteen grand?" I'd be like, "No, it's mine." But I'll just give you fifteen grand to leave. Yeah, you never saw me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll take that ten grand of Vegas. See, like, you yeah. got to think about these things. You gotta, yeah, can't you, that's you true. Know, you think you're getting away with it, but I don't know. I just live it up in Vegas. All right, good for you. Come back Have and fun. deal with the consequences. <laughs> okay. Hey. If you double the money, you put the twenty-five grand right back where it was. That's what I'm talking about. See, now you're thinking. If we get it up to that hundred k, like I want to do, we slide we slide twenty-five back across the table to these people, no problem. Walk away. Uh, or you lose it all and you screwed. You can't think like that. You gotta go. You gotta go on the positive side of things. Anyway. All right, Frankie C. I'll tell you what. I'd buy. I dropped twenty k on that Jumpstart Coffee. Was what I would do right away. Twenty k. Nice. Yeah. Load it up. Jumpstart for life. Mine and my kids. <laughs> These swim it and jumpstart. 
just do that subscribe and say Sharon yeah. loves both she said pizza and ice cream so that's good I'm tuning in next episode just to see what she's going to love next because I can't wait to see what it is I'm hooked yeah be the only reason I'm the only reason I'm coming back on Friday I just hope it's not boiled potatoes and meat <laughs> that's what I hope haggis <laughs> all right everybody we'll see you on the next episode Friday Yo, enjoy your uh, time between now and then maybe we should go now go ahead you ruined it. I know. I 